Hello and welcome to another episode of Clean Talk. I'm your host, Brad Whitchurch. Very excited to have you joining us on the show today. We are thrilled to have our guest here calling in all the way from Dubai. Osama Chomsky Pasha is the COO and founder of Doctory, a telehealth telemedicine solution in the Middle East. Osama, welcome to Clean Talk. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me with you on the show. I'm excited to be there. Well, we're excited to have you. Osama, can you tell us a little bit about your background and why you're on Clean Talk today? Yeah, um, I'm coming from IT background. I'm coming from a country called Syria, and I uh, moved to Dubai 23 years ago, started in the IT sector, which I know and I love, and about 10 years ago, decided to uh, merge both the IT and the medical, and we start doing the medical sectors. We started Doctori. Actually, we are celebrating the third birthday after a few days. We started the doctorate in 28 March uh, 2020, exactly at the right time of COVID, Corona, uh, to address the requirement for the telehealth, telemedicine for people who were locked down at home at that moment. So a relatively new organization, what prompted you to start this organization? Why did you feel the need or why did, where did you see the need uh, for Doctory? We found that, especially we were planning for the telemedicine distribution since about five years. But when the COVID hit uh, the globe, we found that uh, we are locked down at home and we need to accelerate our uh, efforts to launch the program. That, uh, that The product or the solution was planned to be launched in 2023, but we accelerate and we launched in the 2020 three years before the schedule. And we managed to do that by a partnership with another US-based company called 19 Labs. So 19 Labs, uh, they have another telehealth solution. We uh, partnership with them. We took them as a framework core. We built our solution based on our understanding for the local market. And we launched on, I believe on May or June, 2020. Well, I think it makes a lot of sense that you would launch during COVID. And I'm a big proponent, we're big proponents on this show of telehealth and telemedicine. And the technology has been around for a long time. What we've seen in the U.S. is that it really took COVID as a catalyst to change behaviors and push people into telehealth and telemedicine. And we saw a, a huge increase in the use of telehealth and telemedicine during COVID. So it sounds like your timing was perfect. Your strategy was right. Has that been a similar experience uh, in the Middle East? Have you seen that that the onset of COVID uh, acted as, as a catalyst for this technology? Yes, certainly. Uh, every government here in the Gulf uh, and the Middle East, every private uh, hospital chain had developed uh, either in-house or with the support of any other supplier, a telemedicine solution to help them during the lockdown of the COVID. Uh, but to be frank, like most of the solution of all of them or all of them were focused about just a video call. And from where, from here, we came with our solution, Victoria, that the, our main slogan say that we are not just a video call. We came with a full diagnosis set that can be used by the patient to allow the doctor to have better understanding for situation of the patient. But going back to your original question, yes, COVID was the main green light for everybody to accelerate their plans to have a telehealth. Otherwise, doctory, governments, private chains, 
all of them maybe till today we're not yet ready for launching the product. So uh, is Doctory, are there other telehealth, telemedicine solutions uh, within the Middle East? And how do you differentiate yourself against those solutions? Okay, uh, we have a newcomer, a new player, just three years. Uh, okay, powered up with 19 labs product that give us more power. Uh, but our main power coming from the localization. So we have four pillars, which we building our solution on it. All of them is about localization. Most of the solution which coming from the U.S. and other region are uh, hosted in the U.S. And this against the local regulation, local regulation, the patient data shouldn't travel outside the borders. So we are locally hosted in the UAE. Then uh, we have the language localization. So our system, we work with 19 labs. We localized with the main languages, the Arabic and other language of the expats here, like Ordo and the others. Number three, we work out with the authorities in the region, like UAE and Saudi, to have a, uh, the ID authentication based on the local regulation. As example, in the UAE, it's zero entry. You don't need to put any information. You just insert your ID in our kit, and automatically it will pull all your information. In Saudi Arabia, you enter the ID number. You get your information plus the insurance covered. So that's the third uh, important pillar of the localization we did there. Number four is about the customization. There's no health organization is the same like the others. And when it's come to the Middle East, the way we do the healthcare business is totally different than the U.S. And we can discuss this further more later. So when you bring any U.S.-based um, solution, whether it's in telehealth or other solutions, it doesn't fit automatically uh, in the Middle East. What we did is uh, uh, providing an easy customization solution for our customers in the region. So, Osama, what I hear is that you have the, the language capabilities, you have the security capabilities, and then you said something interesting that I think um, our audience will be interested in, you know, the differences between healthcare uh, in the Middle East and in some of the Western countries. You mentioned the ID card. Can you explain a, a little bit about how electronic medical records are implemented and, and stored? Because that's, you know, we're in... Uh, early stages of electronic medical records here in the U.S., but we don't have uh, kind of that single sign-on secured uh, card that uh, contains all of our medical records. It sounds like that uh, the Middle East may be a little further along in that. Is that something you could talk about? Okay. Uh, speaking about the medical records can take another uh, show, fully two hours maybe, but uh, let me tell you that uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates, where I'm uh, based, is a pioneer in the unified medical records. They managed during the last five years uh, to unify the medical records. Even they are federal, just like the US, but they managed to have uh, in, in a federal base, uh, a unified medical record. They start with the government hospitals. Then two years ago, they added uh, private uh, sector hospitals, including the clinics. And recently, one year ago, they merged between all the federals under one umbrella, so today, wherever you travel in the UAE, private or government uh, facility, you uh, give your ID and then automatically they can pull your uh, unified medical records EMR. This is something unique. I don't believe it's available in the US. It's still not available in Saudi Arabia. They are working on it, but uh, we are proud with what they did there. Here, uh, so. 
Go ahead. I mean, I just I'm I'm blown away. That is the ultimate end goal, and and you guys uh, in the UAE are already there. And you'd mentioned the diagnostic capabilities of your platform. Obviously, you can do better with diagnostics if you have a full patient's medical records and a telehealth solution. Do I have that right? Right. Going back to the ID, as you know, that the medical record is owned by the patient, that the international regulation. And um, uh, so to, to give access to any uh, hospital or any facility, any health facility to that record, uh, what we do that you have to uh, present your ID and that ID have a chip. And by giving your ID, you are uh, accepting or con the constant that this facility can access your medical record during this visit. Uh, this is what's happening in the physical facilities, and we inherited and copied the same in our kit. So in our kit, uh, which is, you can see it in the background, <laughs> that's our kit. Uh, that kit have a slot for the ID. When you insert the ID, it read the chip, and it go and uh, identify you and pull the medical records in the same way. So your solution uh, has a hardware component to it. It's not just picking up the cell phone and dialing a number uh, to, to speak to a physician. Can you tell us a little bit more about that kit and what's entailed from a hardware and uh, software side? Okay, true. Uh, when we started Doctory, we, we found that most of the players in the market, they either a mobile app, which is mostly focusing in the booking for the appointment and revenue sharing, and then it's adding a video facility. And the other type is uh, enterprise type telemedicine, which can work from hospital to hospital or an ambulance or military base. But we don't have anything in the middle. And this is what we thought that we need to uh, produce a medical kit that can be available at, at any home, any hotel, any school, any pharmacy, uh, economical price, easy to use, uh, not necessary to be a very complicated, but at the same time, it can give the basic diagnosis. Uh, the challenge was that if we want to go and develop a medical device, uh, that will be again another three to five years with all the FDA approvals and the complication of that and the regulatory of each country we go to. So instead of that, we, we developed a enclosure, a kit uh, by a US design company. And that enclosure, we put our software on it. And it's not a medical device, but it, it hosts a medical device from the market, a third-party medical device. As example, we use the AccuCheck uh, logos. We use the Omron for blood pressure, uh, the Litman for the uh, stethoscope. Uh, we integrate all these devices with our solution without being the solution itself, the kit itself, without being a medical device. That gets us out of the... Uh, very strict requirement uh, for the medical device itself. Uh, we combine that software with that incubator, let's call it, uh, and the third-party medical device to do our kit that can be present anywhere. We have a kit which can be used at home. We have a portable kit. Later on, we develop a big kiosk, can be used in pharmacies or school or communities. And later on, we developed the tough bag, which is we are using in our projects in Turkey now. So Doctory is more than just a telehealth app. It's an entire kit with diagnostic hardware that allows the patient to take on the role of performing the diagnostic procedures uh, while having a medical expert be able to review them and make a diagnosis. Is that too oversimplified? 
100%. And this is what we say that it's a clinic at your home. I got it. So uh, now I know that you're in the AU. Where else is this product available in the market today? Okay. Uh, as a doctor, it's available in the UAE. It's available in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's, it's available in Lebanon. And recently, we have an inspiration in Turkey. Now, you mentioned Lebanon and Turkey. I know that you've done some humanitarian efforts um, in those areas. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. Um, being part of this region and a human, we have to feel what's going around. Uh, and uh, we all know about the war happening in Syria and all the huge number of refugees that traveled all neighbor countries like Lebanon, Jordan, and Turkey. So one year ago, with the support of one uh, organization, we funded a project uh, to provide the telehealth uh, for the refugees in Lebanon. And we managed to do an installation of four kiosks in municipalities and camps that, uh, that provide telehealth for free. So we provide the nurses, we provide the doctors, and in some cases, we provide the medications even uh, for almost 1,000 patients every month. So uh, across the four stations, uh, we, we accept patients without asking about ID because most of them doesn't carry ID without asking about nationality, religion, or any background. And we provide them all the health care by a professional and registered nurses and doctors. Well, I want to dive into that more because I really appreciate it. Thank you for the good work that you're doing there. But maybe it makes sense to take a step back um, and explain to our audience some of the differences between healthcare uh, in the UAE or in the Middle East in general um, versus in Western countries or in the U.S. specifically. Um, very different healthcare system, different payees. What can you tell our audience about that? Okay, and unfortunately, in the Middle East, it's uh, can we can split into two 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 regions: the, the the Gulf region, which is the UAE, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and then the other countries like Syria, Lebanon, Iraq. Uh, let us let us speak about both of them. Uh, the UAE, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia. It's uh, rich countries, and it is uh, funding the health and education heavily. Uh, so they are the main payee for the health care, especially for the local people. So every local uh, person born with a, with a, with a, automatically with a health card built in his ID, and he can approach any hospital or any facility and is 100% covered. 100% covered. Wherever so so, so, let's, so let's, let's pause there for a second, because uh, people in the, in the U.S. will find that shocking that uh that's a hundred percent covered there's not insurance that has a premium that has a deductible you're not going into the doctor and paying a copay what does a hundred percent coverage look like how do how does that how is that facilitated like we have your own insurance but it is the vvvib insurance which you are covered in everything and you don't pay any premium when you visit the hospital it's something like that except that here you don't pay anything for the annual uh, subscription for the insurance, neither you or your company, the government pay everything. And, and so there is an insurance middleman. The government is the payee. What kind of effect does that have on, on health care coverage and quality of service? Uh, the competition is high. And, and when they opened the door 10 years ago, I believe I'm not accurate about the date uh, for the 
people to go not only to the government, only to go to the to also to go to the private chains, and then they are paying also for that one. The competition was high in terms of quality and facility. And today, when you enter any hospital in the UAE, you feel it just like a five stars hotel in terms of quality and healthcare quality. In both of them, uh, we we are indulging here in the hospital in the uh, type of the service provided from the valet park, starting with the valet parking when you come to the hospital, ending up with the meals and all the TV channels you have it, and of course the main things, which is the type of healthcare you got. Uh, it's a premium healthcare uh, you got in both the government and the private hospital. On the other hand, for the expats, it depends on the insurance provided by the company you are working on. It could be a basic insurance, provide you with the basic facilities, or could be a premium uh, insurance, which can give you almost the same what we mentioned about the government. The only difference that the company is paying for that. So let me make sure I understand this. So if you are a citizen of the UAE, regardless of your socioeconomic status, you are getting the same level of five-star service. If you're not a citizen, you have those healthcare systems available to you, but it's dependent on the private insurance that uh, you have purchased either individually or through your organization, right? Correct.